At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Let's hear who we have at the table, players and characters. Han, will you begin? Hello, I am Hannah, playing Winnie Hemlock, Guardian of the Shared Sky. Brennan? I am Brennan. I'm playing Brother Arcos Gerard, Priest of Feria. And Rob? I'm Rob, playing Magnus Vale, Master of Day and Night. And I am Amelia Som your GM, and you all are crossing this threshold into the edges of the open realm. You see, not too far in the distance, the warm reds and browns of the autumnal court waiting for you. And you step through, no longer feeling the intense heat from the beating heart of old fair. Could you rest your feet on soft ground, the sky above you, a warm and welcoming twilight? And as you take in your surroundings, you see a very familiar looking Burbulg woman waiting for you, smiling running up to give you a hug. Which which one of us is she giving a hug, though? That's, uh, a, that's a good question, I think, to ask. That's a great question. Um, I would say in this context, probably Arcos. That was not my first guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Arcos is going to know what to say to that. Hugs Arcos and then hugs Winnie and then reluctantly hugs Magnus and very enthusiastically hugs Craig. Do I smell bad or something? No, I just, we don't really like do that. I was just excited y'all made it back safe. We can make up a handshake instead for next time if that makes you feel better. No, no, it's fine. I am so fucking happy to see you. 
Are you guys okay? You've been gone a while. How long is a while? We don't even know the answer. Hard to say. Um, probably a few weeks, at least for me. Oh boy, weeks. Honestly, oh. that's not as bad as I was expecting, but that is weeks in here, which means something completely different in Kraith. So, yay. Yeah, we, we had a hell of a time. The heart of Ulthair was quite something else, and we, we, we found out some interesting things. And um, does everybody still have their memories? Memory check. Raise your hand if you have your memories. Um, when he raises her hand. <laughs> so just to go over in this moment, um, yeah, you say memory check, Arcos, but maybe that's not quite correct. Um, <laughs> so I guess I wouldn't remember that either. Then I, w- I wouldn't remember losing my memories. You wouldn't remember losing your memories. You would oh have the vague knowledge. You would have the knowledge that was imparted to you while you were in the heart of Ulfair with no memory of how you got it. <laughs> okay, retcon um, then. <laughs> yeah, we'll retcon Let's... that. Sorry, it's been a little bit, and I'm trying to remember where we left off. So we don't. I, we don't actually remember the like the the details of the conversation with the heart of Ulfair. I think the last thing you remember of Magnus was that point of no return when there was that you know silver thread leaning you back and you chose not to pursue it okay that is the last thing you remember and you know there's a gap in your memory because you've been told you were gone for this long you have this memory of this conversation with the heart of old fair and you do know that you gave up your memory. Like, you know, that was an active choice. Yeah. Anything in between that blank. Arcos. What's the you... outset leave me with? <laughs> For now, you don't remember. I think you also don't remember anything from a similar time when Magnus saw that point of no return, I think when you went to bed that night, mm-hmm. you essentially woke up here. You have oh your memory of the God. conversation. <laughs> and Winnie, you remember it all. Perfect. Oh, boy. <clears throat> and... Uh, you, as you all are in this space, Winnie, feel the sort of tug at the back of your mind and a familiar voice, the heart of Olfair, reminding you your memories are a gift not to be shared. Okay. She she nods at that. And I would say that information with your intimate connection with Ulfair 
you would know isn't necessarily out of like a he 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 don't let people know but like this entire thing is a very specific sort of internal protection for the secrets of the twilight wilds and as a part okay. of the twilight wilds you've been trusted with that all right um Askrath says yeah um so all i remember was uh we started sort of walking toward we made camp and then i got uh i guess booted out i was there and then all of a sudden i was here and i didn't know what happened to any of you so just sort of waited. uh yes we uh we were told that you weren't allowed to enter because it would have created a time paradox what yeah beats me that's a little it was far out of field when we heard it too uh basically we were told that you being in the Court of the Dawn would have meant that you were in two places at the same time. I don't know how to process that, but that's about as weird as anything else I've heard since we got here, so sure. <clears throat> have you seen Julian? He also didn't make it through. Uh, no, I assumed he was with, with y'all. Ah, shit. Uh, Magnus is going to try to send another smoke raven to him now that he's out of the Court of the Dawn. Yeah, you uh, decide to send a smoke raven and um, your smoke raven is received. But you don't get an immediate response and you wait apprehensively and then a few moments later, you hear a sort of noise and you hear some yelling as you kind of look off maybe about, I don't know, 10 or 15 feet and see Julian materialize out of thin air and slam into the ground from maybe a few feet up. It wasn't comfortable. Nothing's broken. Um, Magnus is going to like... Like, just look at him sprawled on the ground and then just, like, slowly approach him and be like, well, that was quite an entrance. Yeah. Oh, God. Yeah. Did you break anything? I don't know. Maybe some ribs. I can't tell. Everything hurts. Arcos. Yes, yes, yes. <clears throat> I'm going to walk over and uh, cast some healing spell. Would I? Would I need to... Add a PowerPoint to this prayer? Yes. All right. <laughs> I'm going oh. to uh, drop... Man, my only he like official healing spell is three PowerPoints. Is there like a minor version I could cast, or do I got to do the whole thing? Um, I would say you can just spend a PowerPoint. Okay. I'll drop one of my uh, PowerPoints and uh, heal uh, and heal them to uh, full health. Yeah. Is it going to be monochrome? Isn't it black and white now? I'll tell you oh, what. Yeah. It well, is. Oh. Because I remember, do I, do, I wouldn't remember, would I remember? 
That's an interesting point. As you move to heal Julian, you feel within yourself. I would say you don't have the memory of how this happened. You don't remember exactly <laughs> like awesome. what changed you, but that sort of realization that Arcos had, that oneness and kind of recollection with the self, um, you still feel that. Mm. And as you, and I think it's in this moment when you move to heal Julian that you know something in you has changed and it's that you know, that ability to switch, shift between shadow or light um, that you choose as you you move toward. I, I am going to, out of curiosity, just heal with, um, I guess, a shadow prayer and have the, the shadow, I don't know, anti-glow sort of mist over from my, my hand and into his chest. Yeah, for a moment, it seems that Julian is kind of colored in this dark cloud and then you see from all of the areas where you Arcos can intuit the pain forming these deep dark shadowy almost like bruises form and heal and dissipate back out into the ether well I can't say I saw that coming um how you feeling, kid? Better. For sure. I'm going to uh, uh, stand back up and say, <clears throat> Does anybody here want to help me unpack that or save that for later? Uh, I don't know. I guess I don't remember how that happened, but I think that I saw you do that before, once. Woody? Yeah, um, I, you have done that before, but I think it's, I think it's true to you. Does it feel right? Feels pretty good. And I would lean into that, that feeling. Excellent idea. <laughs> since, also since we don't remember it, like, Anything that happened. Magnus is going to touch his head and realize that his hair is a lot shorter than it was last time he touched it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Winnie, did you cut off my hair in the middle of the night? Oh, no, I didn't. You asked me to. Oh. Well, how does it look? It looks great. Oh. Okay. <laughs> and I, um, I showed you the hair tie you gave me. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's mine. Oh, I guess I... Oh, man, we don't remember Craig being an ice angel either. Oh, my God. Mm -mm. We, that, we don't. don't remember arguably the coolest part about this whole thing. Yeah, so unfortunate. I'm so sorry. I mean, Winnie does. Yeah. I'm not allowed to say shit. <laughs> That's so interesting. <laughs> I feel like I'm missing out will, on the memories of a lot of cool shit that I don't I, remember anymore. I will uh, give you like this like meta thing. You could say... like. You can tell people about, like, the things that they individually did and stuff. But, like, the, oh, in order to get to the Court of the Dawn, you have to go right, through this intense right, right, segment. Right. You, you okay. could say Craig looks like a thing. Okay. That's a Craig-specific Craig thing. That's not a... <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. The Craig Lord. You don't have to, though. I'm not saying you have to <laughs> unprompted just bring up Craig looking cool as hell. Right. <laughs> Why are my fingers burned? We Damn. all went through some uh, some steps of growing, I guess I'll say. You know that the term growing is going to hit something in Arcos's head, and he's going to reach down into his satchel to pick out uh, an acorn, and it's not going to be there. <laughs> <laughs> and he's going to Uh-oh. look at Askarath and like hope she doesn't notice and then like frantically just try and nonchalantly look through his purse essentially and just be like, oh fuck. I don't think when he saw you give the acorn to Karsotha. When he definitely didn't. I think I was okay. alone. Uh, yeah, I think it was just the two of you. <laughs> so if you asked, you would not know. Fuck. Okay. Well. Anyway. I'll deal with that somehow later. Fuck. This memory shit is really getting to me. <laughs> We're going to have to put all of the pieces of what happened together later, I think. The important part is the things that we did learn and did remember, which was our conversation with... The heart of old fair? Winning odds. Okay, okay, so that was that was real, kind of. Um I think we could all use a bit of a rest. Do you guys want to head back to the tower and like the real world or Um, I need to make a pit stop um with Morovi. So we can stay here another night if you want to, but I I would like to do that at least first. Sure, um, I'm gonna break into uh to one of the houses here and take a nap. You don't need to do that, Magnus. We can just stay. I I mean I've been here for quite some time. We can <laughs> not break yeah, into we, other people's we property. Can, we've perhaps. got places to stay. Okay, well you know what I meant. Um Julian, what's um been happening out in Craith since we've been gone? Oh, I um haven't been in Craith. Oh, you've been in Allfair this whole time. Okay. No. Julian, you, no. What have you been doing, lad? What's been Great going on? Great question. So, okay. What had been was I uh I went into the tent mm-hmm. to find Winnie, right? Yeah. Yes. And after I walked out, I wasn't in Full Fair. I wasn't in Craith. I was in between. In nil, then. Yeah, but not usually when I I pass through nil. There's sort of uh, there's shortcuts that exist, passageways that are fairly safe from everything there. But I was just in nil. I um. I don't think 
I can roughly get to anywhere I have been. Not perfectly. I'm not an expert. I'm not a master at this. But if I were to someday become one, I probably could. And I get the feeling that was something that whatever governed that part of Bullfair didn't want. And it just shunted me out. Hmm. So, how long were you in Nil? Were you stuck there? Yeah. As, uh, basically, I have no idea how much time passed. Could have been, I mean, at least a day or so. Could have been years. It's not normal and I didn't age or anything. It just sort of felt like in eternity there were a lot of strange things a lot of things I don't really remember I saw a heart a heart how do you know it was a a heart like it looked like the organ inside of us yeah kind of but different it was dead I was moving toward it and then your three ravens showed up and those snapped me back to here Okay, so all three ravens arrived at once. Uh, not exactly. They were a little delayed, but pretty close. Okay. Um, yes. Uh, the heart of all fair said something along the lines of, "You travel weird." And so she didn't want to let you into the Court of the Dawn. Yeah. Although I get I the sense they keep that stuff under wraps. Yes. I think that's safe to say, considering Oracles and I weren't allowed to remember anything that happened besides the very end. So, I think that there's a lot of restrictions on getting there. But I don't... It's strange that you got trapped in Nil. Because I don't think the heart would have intentionally trapped you there. Yeah, I think... I mean, I I don't know. But it just sort of seemed that I was... That I got caught. You know, any... Any time you travel in between spaces or teleport, there is a moment, however infinitesimally small, that is a passage through nil. And there's a lot of different theories about what that means and the ramifications of that. But, I mean, it could be that they were trying to send me somewhere and then something about me got 
caught. Hmm. Usually when you do tip standard teleportation, especially with sigils, even though those aren't the same kinds of passageways that are pre-established, they do follow a particular arc and a kind of curve. So if something were to be pulled out of that, you're just in nil and all of nil is nil. Well, maybe we should give uh, give a, the traveling a bit of a rest for a while until we learn more about how to do it more safely. I mean, yeah. It's safe, I think, getting shunted out by the anthropomorphic personification of an entire plane is maybe an extenuating circumstance, but I'm also, we can just, I'm, I'm good to just hang around here, too. It's interesting that you also saw a heart of a plane. I don't think it was from the plane. It didn't feel like that. Well, I... Well, what did it feel like? It felt... dormant. And sad. Do you have any lasting psychological effects? Do you still feel dormant or sad inside? I no, I don't I don't feel dormant or sad. I, I didn't then, it just felt I was feeling its dormant sadness. Yeah, it's dormant sadness for sure. Well we think we've learned some things about Mausolea. And I think maybe what you experienced could be somewhat connected. In fact, I think Nil and Mausolea are connected in a weird way. But I don't really know how to articulate all of it yet. But we should just chill for a little while. It's been a big, big few weeks. Yeah, agreed. Yeah. Also, I need to brush up on my water breathing spells. So I'd like to do a little bit of time... Trying to remember how to do that um, for unrelated reasons. Okay. Yeah, I um, mean, Julian uh, kind of makes some notes as someone who tends to help you scribe things and is like, you know, holds a lot of your resources. Um. Wait, yeah, so Magnus made that note about how the time magic worked while he was in the Court of the Dawn. Did that note survive? Um, you... Okay, so, like, yes, asterisk. Do you, are you, like, looking kind of through your pockets to see if Magnus, if other Magnus, or, you know, past you left something? Yeah. Um, you look at this note... <clears throat> And it it's weird because the the strokes look like your handwriting. It is not written in a language you understand. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> 
and he's just like looks at this note in his pocket and his mind breaks as he (laughs) how did i even do this dude what okay julian put this in the book we're gonna figure it out later that's for a different apprentice down the line to figure out since i'm okay since i'm 10 feet tall i'm gonna use the old look over uh magnus's shoulder trick um and just say good god man i I know your handwriting's a bit of a chicken scratch, but that looks like another language. I think it is, Arcos. I think I wrote this in the language of whatever the... I don't know. I I feel like if I... Well, if you wrote it, then you should be able to understand to read it, right? Oh, you would think so, right. But it's not like everything's been acting on normal recently. I don't even... I could have learned a language and forgotten it within the time that we were in there. It's entirely possible. If I get a glance at it, can I read it? Uh, no. Fuck. <laughs> All right. Well, um, I wrote this for some reason. have no idea why or what it means. That I'm assuming it was not important. Yeah, I can't help you with that one. I don't know what that is. Well, maybe. And uh, you you say it's you assume it's not important and Julian pipes up. I mean, if you went through all of the trouble to do whatever this is, I feel like. Just because we don't understand it now, we can probably figure it out. Yeah, well, leave it in the book. I only make notes like this when I want to put it in the book, so yeah, whatever it is was magic related. And I think like that is true. I think Mag- the way I imagined Magnus's spell book working is that it, it, it itself is a bit of a magical item. I think the idea is that he... Like, as he learns new spells, he adds them to the book. But I think the book also, like, pulls spells based on whatever, like, school of magic yeah, you're, like, say. have an affinity for. So I think that, like, Magnus's spell book, like, he's only made contributions about time magic. But I think at various points he's asked his other apprentices to, like, use the book and add to it. Yeah. So I think the idea is it's, like, a living document of all the magic he knows or could and- theoretically know. And I would say with Magnus's spell book specifically, because of the way you approach things, I think all any book that contains some level of like magic spell or magic text does inherently have like a magical property about it, um, mm. just with the way magic works in this world and the power of words. And obviously, the more powerful and varied the spells in your spell book, the more inherently like a magical item it is. I think that's why, you know, in the sense of you could go to a wizard tower and all the books have been centered for eons and there's that one perfectly preserved spell book. Like, I think that's why. Um, <laughs> but I think in a moment like this where, you know, you had something that you know is a note, it's not written out in a way, you know, even if, if it were some kind of a spell, those aren't just words, they're usually runes and things. You can tell it's not itself a spell, but it is important information. And I think this is probably something Magnus does a lot where your spell book is also like a sketchbook. It's something that you share with other people and they contribute to, but it's also where you put your thoughts and ideas. And whether Magnus knows this consciously, I think he probably wouldn't. Um, All of those other bits of information, which in normal books possesses a very little amount of magical energy in this context of applying it to the greater understanding of the world does imbue your specific spell book with a different kind of magic based on how you 
approach knowledge and how your very pursuit of understanding is entwined with and reinforces your magical capabilities. Yeah. And so unknown to Magnus, adding this to that book does something. Hmm. Magnus is going to like open up like, so I imagine he like puts like the note, which is like a separate piece of paper, like in the folds of the book, sort of like how you would like imprint like an insect frame. Yeah, you know? like a flower. Yeah. And then I think he's going to like close it and then like open it up again. And I think like that, whatever the contents of the note are going to be like at the heading of a new chapter, like recopied into the book itself. Yeah. Um, you, if I may, you, you press the page in and you close it and when you open it again it's it's not even just a new heading in the chapter it's like the words on that page have sort of seared themselves into the page of your book and you can still see the border of the original piece of scrap um where it has melded with the edge and you turn that page and you know you flip to the other side and it looks like an entirely clean new page and here it looks as if it's been embossed within We'll have to keep an eye on this page. I think we're onto something really close with Mausolea. I wouldn't be surprised if we find more of these uh, similar-looking markings later on. Perhaps underwater. Mm. So, who's up for a cup of tea? Absolutely. Yeah. You all retire back to um, this small uh, house that Askarath has been renting is a strong word. I mean, uh, your extended family like mm-hmm. took care of her when she yeah. was like, ah, <laughs> I don't know what happened. <laughs> they didn't let like, me yeah, in. Everything is weird. Um, no, but it's uh, instead of having to stay on the it's on the estate, but it's kind of like a more private space. Uh, mm-hmm. But um, she kind of puts on tea and you all get a chance to relax. Um, Winnie, if you want to take this opportunity to talk to people or to go to directly to Morovi, you are able to. Um, you yeah, wait, if, you can. If no one wants to talk to me, I, I'll go see Morovi. Yeah. You do so. You um, go to the main house and you find her um, in this hydroponic garden um she's walking barefoot in the water there are sort of winding rows of plants in this beautiful looks almost like a mosaic where there's empty uh, walkways of water with beautiful greens and bright reds and golden in this autumnal menagerie um, and she is just walking, um, leaning down, kind of clipping dead leaves out one by one where they need. Um, you can tell she notices your presence. She doesn't immediately say anything. She goes about her work. Um, I will crouch down next to her and collect some of the, the leaves that she's 
clipping, just kind of helping around a little bit. Yeah, as you crouch down, your you know your legs are also wet. You can see like the bottom part of her dress is kind of drenched from the mm-hmm. kneeling and standing. It's about you know a foot or so of water. Um, but yeah, she's picking these. You just they drift gently in the water, and you kind of pick them out, hold them in your hand. She says, "You've returned." I have. Um, and I wanted to come tell you about everything. And, um, as she says that, her original plan was to, like, pretty much lay out everything so Morovi could keep a record of it. And so they could have, like, you know, all all of these notes on what had happened to all of them. But since hearing that voice about all of those memories being a gift, she has had to rethink um, what she wants to say. Um, I wanted to tell you everything, but I think all I'm really allowed to say is that we made it and It was a really long journey, and I am the only one who is, who is going to remember it. And I really wish I could tell you everything, but I've been given a gift from Ulfair, and I would never even dare to betray its trust. And I hope you can understand that. Uh, As you say, you hope she can understand that. Uh, She stops sort of in the the motion of picking this leaf and looks up at you. Sort of drops it and caresses your head in her hand. You've been given a gift. I cannot begrudge you that. I am thankful your journey was successful. Even more thankful that you've come home to us. If I am meant now, Ulfair will tell me. She goes back to plucking her leaves. Yeah, she nods. Um, I think Winnie will just kind of quickly outline like every, like the details that she is allowed to give. Like everything that um, like Magnus and Arcos remembers and like kind of the journey leading up to it, but then just stopping where the details need to stop. Um, the, the Court of the Dawn, they were, they were very helpful and welcoming to us. I extended my good graces on behalf of the Autumnal Court, just to be friendly and welcoming as neighbors. She just keeps picking her leave. Kind of, she like 
nods a little bit. So you know she she heard you. She doesn't right, have right, anything right. to say in response. Okay. Um. But there was something else I, I came here to talk to you about. Um. If you don't mind, if you're not, you know, very busy. I can always make time. You have a grandson. She pauses upon hearing this. She doesn't look at you. She drops the leaf again. After a brief moment, goes back, picking. Give me a notice check. Now I'm scared. She's been replaced <laughs> by a monster. <laughs> uh, hold on. My heart is beating so fast right now. Um, um I'm going to re-roll that. I'm going to use a Benny. I did not get snake eyes. Uh, that's a seven. Um, with a seven, you notice that uh, she's gone back to sort of picking out these dead leaves. Um, her hand is shaking just ever so slightly, and it's just a little bit slower, almost imperceptible. I'm sorry I haven't told you before this. It's something I've been conflicted about for a long time. He is six years old. He lives in Rel with my sister. world and after my encounter with the heart of Olfair I realized that my love for this plane is something that I needed to share with him and I have had complicated feelings about about him, about his relationship with myself, and envy, and envy's you all, envy's community. But I, I see now that there are way more important things than to dote on the wishes of someone who's not here with us anymore. His name is Avi, and I want you to meet him. I want to bring him here. 
who stops picking at these leaves. Um, you can see that tears have sort of been building in her eyes, as I'm sure they have been in yours as you've been talking. Do you know why we have traditions? preserve history, keep order, have a sense of culture, all of the above. Yes. Preserving history isn't just about a notion of memory. About the memories of those who came before us, who stand where we stand, who tended to these plants, bask under the same twilight sky. And we honor them with our memories, with our traditions. And there is a power in that. I think you're just now starting to learn. I think it's something you learn as you as you get older. It's so scary to be in the world, especially so young. said it was Envy's wish. We wanted to let him choose the life that he was going to have. And we felt that keeping him in Kraith would be would allow him more freedom, ironically, but I see now that if he's not even educated on both sides that he's choosing on, then what choice really is there? Choice indeed. Not lie to you, Winnie. There are rules and procedures around these sorts of things, around what Avi can lay claim to or title to. There are centuries upon centuries of precedent here. This makes a lot of things very complicated. But he, like you, will 
always be a part of this family. She hugs you. Yeah, I think Winnie kind of falls into her arms. Um, because this has been something that she's thought about for all of Avi's life. I just want to make things right. I'll figure it out. Figure it out. And she holds you there and just kind of rubs circles on your back in the way that I think Winnie's mom used to when she was a kid. Um, there are tears on both sides. I don't want to make light of this, Winnie. There are consequences for the decisions you didn't be made. But no matter what happens, there will always be a place for you here. I know that. Thank you. I will gladly accept any consequences that I have put upon myself. But we don't need to think of those now. Uh, she kind of scoots back, sort of tucks your, your hair back. Um, she says, tell me about my grandson. And, uh, kind of cut there and go to do the rest of you in the house want to do anything have any conversations um i think magnus is just going to explain to julian um with the help of craig and arcos like what they learned about mausolea how the heart of Olfair seems to remember of this like cosmic conflict where one side was cast aside and defeated that coincided with the falling of like a continent into the sea um, on the eastern border of Koira and about how we know that Mortalia is dead. S didn't get a very straight answer, but at least like in a plane that is not here. So that's a form of death. <laughs> um, yeah. But basically as dead as as one could be without you know further explanation um and i think um also if he has the time i think he's going to um i think he's going to alter his like wardrobe a little bit he has his like magical like cloak which is like itself a magical object that you know he's worn as a wizard for many years and i think normally it's um like kind of a black robe with like purple accents and like other magical markings on it but like purple and black has always been his color scheme but i think he's going to like alter it slightly and um i think he's going to catch a glimpse in the mirror and realize that he's going gray 
for the second <laughs> time he's making this realization. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, you, got you do get a little me. sense of deja vu that you can't I, quite place. <laughs> yeah, he's just like, there's a moment of him like where he's breaking in conversation. He's like, anyway, so Mausolee's at the bottom of the... Oh, for fuck's sake. That's a silver. Okay. Um, Magnus is going to uh, magically change the colors on his uh, wizard's robe to, instead of purple and black, uh, purple and like this like sort of luminescent silver um, as sort of this brightness that he found um, while he was away uh, in the open realms. So those silver streaks and markings throughout the cloak sort of illuminates awfully sort of like um like light shining off of pure snow that's a bit better i think so i think uh once we get settled down a bit more here we should eventually move back to the tower since that's in the general direction of where Mausolea should be, close to the ocean, uh, in the ocean rather, and then we need to figure out what we want to do from there. I believe that's a good choice. Um, perhaps there's some extra supplies we could, or spells we could get our hands on. <clears throat> Ocean is hardly my territory. I'm not even sure I'm the greatest swimmer. I'm a bit heavy. I'm dense. <clears throat> How are we going to survive down there? Boat? Well, if we go underwater, though. If the continent was really sunk underneath the sea... Well, we can either try to find a mechanical solution, make a vessel or commission a vessel that would survive a high pressure underwater, or we find some magical way to get access to Mausolea. Um, I'm also not entirely certain if Mausolea was just a place, or if it was more like Ulfair, where it's a place and a different realm in and of itself. It could have been metaphysically attached to this plane and then still been cut off or severed. There is some in room for interpretation when we talk to the heart of Ulfair. Hmm. Yeah, maybe it's some kind of tomb. Well, if it was really underneath the ocean, it would fit the description of a watery grave for an entire culture, society, history, part of the planet. Hmm. A watery I mean, grave. If, if we knew if it's an entire continent, we can't just show up and walk around. But if we knew a specific place, I might be able to get us there. Wait, Argos, I remember you were looking at an atlas, a, a map book of like islands, right? Yes. A in lost the, civilization on the sea? In the library. Yes, We were in the library. I remember. Kind of. Wait, I was Luft. Luft remembers. D don't change back into it. The guy kind of gives me the hilly-willies. I'm just, I'm just going to say that out loud. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> but do you think you can remember through him? He's in your head, after all. 
I think, I think if you wanted to talk to him about it, you'd, we'd have to actually talk to him about it. But um, we could just go back to the library, though, and check out that book again. I mean, honestly, at that point, it might be easier just to bite the bullet on Luft. <laughs> I don't think he remembers very much specifics about the maps. I think he just remembers making fun of you for looking at him. <laughs> yeah, he was, um... He was a squirrely fella, I must say. But yeah, I, I remember seeing that. Could you... Could Julian, could you take us to the library very easily? Probably not specifically the library. That place is pretty heavily warded and also in the center of an divine magic cluster. Uh... I, I mean, Winnie, you can just get us back to Torel, right? Oh, yeah, for sure. Are you okay? Your eyes look a bit red. You've been crying? Yeah, um, it, I had a long conversation with, um, with my mother-in-law. Uh, I... When we get back to Rel, I have someone I would like to introduce y'all to. Okay. Then I'll just leave it there for now. Sure. Absolutely. Uh, always more than happy to add an extra room to the tower if we need to. Um, yeah. Um, is there anything else we need to do before going to sleep? Probably not. Well, I got one oh. more thing. Yeah. <clears throat> Magnus, that was a pretty nifty costume change, I must say. I think it really reflects you. Oh, thank you. Do you think, perhaps, given the new aesthetic of my healing prayers, could you do the same for me? Uh, sure. You want a sort of black and white style? I'd hardly trust my own input. Style's never really been my... my thing. Um, just do what feels right. Argos, I've been meaning to ask you, why... why did you become a cleric all those years ago? <laughs> That's a good question. Um... Outside of growing up, out of the just outside of the monastery, and Askarath and I really enjoyed playing and caring for the forest with our families, and we promised each other that when we grew up, we'd preserve the integrity of the forest and its history and its memory and its future to protect it, and we made good on those promises. I've excelled pretty well in certain areas, and was endowed with some particular power, and I don't know. Of all the different schools of study that were available, healing just seemed like the most 
the most compatible with what I wanted to do. Perhaps in my youth, more than 20 years ago, I, some part of me selfishly liked doing something so intrinsically good as making pain go away or healing a broken leg that I was the hero, the good guy. Of course, smashed a lot of things too, but I guess I told myself that no matter what happens in life, if I could use the power of what I believe in to heal and ease pain, then I'm on the right side of history. Yeah, healing magic is a good school of magic if you're worried about using magic responsibly because it's hard to do the wrong thing when you're healing something. It's just one of those things that is intrinsically sort of helpful. But as you know, there is always a ways in which you can go wrong. Black and white, so to speak. And Magnus, as he says that, is going to like put a hand on your um, holy like raiments and he's going to turn... Or weren't they like normal, like beforehand, weren't they like tan? It was like a gold. Yeah. Like a sun gold. <laughs> um, so yeah, he's going to like, you know, touch a hand on your, uh, your clothing and it's going to like color shift like you requested so that you have like all black pants and then um, your shirt with his white and then on the back of it, Magnus is going to magically emboss a uh, black oak tree uh, for your origin in the forest. Um, and then add just like some black like accents here and there. Um, An oak tree. You remembered my favorite type of tree. Honestly, it's the easiest one to draw magically from memory, but I'm glad that you like it. <laughs> it's tall, strong, and starts out as a simple uh, a acorn. <clears throat> did you, you, uh, did you, the way you said acorn there, did, uh, did you lose something? It's of no material. Hmm. I, I'm sure it'll turn up eventually. I think it just might. We'll keep an eye out. Thank you. Don't mention it. You all head to bed? Sure. Uh, the next day, you uh, wake up. You begin heading toward Rel. Um, Winnie. As uh, you make your way to the gate, you see uh, Tanvi is there uh, waiting for you. Good morning. Good morning. I suppose you heard the news? Yes, I suppose a belated congratulations is in order. 
Thank you. I appreciate it. I uh, was party to meeting of some of the elders. It was called last night. I see. They feel that in light of circumstances and a breach of trust our values and institutions that perhaps it would be best to leave you of your formal duties to the autumnal court until such a time as mutual trust can be assured. I see. Um, Winnie has a brooch, right? That signifies? Mm -hmm. Yeah, okay. She she takes it off very slowly. Um, tears in her eyes, um, but quickly wipes them away because I think she probably saw this coming and um, hands it to him. Um, he takes it and uh, places it in a special container and um, from uh, a pocket pulls out uh, this different brooch um, one that you haven't seen before uh, and uh, Tenvi is not a very like physical touch person mm -hmm. as you know um, but uh, he goes ahead and affixes it where your previous brooch was and puts a hand on your shoulder. It says, As heir to the flame, this is my chosen signet. While you are no longer responsible for the duties as guardian of the shared sky signet allows you the ability to traverse certain gates at your leisure thank you tanvi i appreciate it and there you can see like there are Tenvi's not going to cry because of who Tanvi is as a person. Mm -hmm. But uh, his eyes are a little wet and um, this does not bring him any joy. Um, and you also know too that Tenvi doesn't have, like the way these signets work, this is Tanvi's signet. Yeah. That's allowing you to travel, mm -hmm. meaning that he can't.
I appreciate this, really. Don't be a stranger. Not anymore. Um, he kind of looks to the group. I assume everyone else is just kind of like also like looking down, not really making eye contact. <laughs> yeah, standing emoji, yeah. Just, yeah. <clears throat> oh, yeah. <laughs> Magnus thinks this is bullshit, but he knows that he shouldn't speak up and say that right now during this moment. So he's just like <laughs> silently storming a little bit. Um, kind of Tanvi looks at all of you and says, until next time, and just sort of awkwardly leaves. I think before he leaves, um, when he hands him the, the list of, uh, the, the to-do list that he gave her that's still unfinished, I think she gives it back to him. <laughs> and, uh, he says, thank you, honestly, you did more than I thought you were going to. And... <laughs> It starts heading out. <laughs> um, which is also funny because you've been gone for a week. So everything yeah. on that list, yeah. He got it. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Um, and you all cross through the threshold. We're now back outside of Rel, somewhere between Aranox and Rel. Magnus very much just manically grabs the first person that he says that he finds in like a time traveler and is like, what year is it? <laughs> <laughs> Something that Magnus I think has had to do a lot, unfortunately. <laughs> <in his life>. <laughs> <laughs> you there. What year is it? What day? What month? For the people who live next to the gate, they probably get this a lot. Yeah. Uh, and he says... 1787. Is that the same year we left in? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, what, what month? What day? I didn't come up with months <laughs> and days. <laughs> um, you've been gone for about... Mm, ooh, let's just let's leave, leave this up to dice. Um... Rob, since you asked the question, can you roll me a D4? D4. Yeah, dog, I can do that. Um, Han, will you also roll me a D4? Oh, okay. We actually know. Rob, roll first, and then I'll let you know what to roll, Han. Okay. Roll the one. Roll the one. Okay. Um, Han, roll me a D6. Just to keep things spicy. Six. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Even God for six months. <laughs> oh, oh. That's not when I wanted to roll a six. I needed that <laughs> six before. I don't want it now. So when um, we left, it was just about to be summer, right? Or was it just about to be winter? Ah, uh, fuck. I think it was nearing remember. summer. It's probably, uh, yeah, I think you're probably in the middle of winter now. Um, and Arcos, mm -hmm. as you cross through this threshold, everything you experienced feels like the hazy memory of a dream. Oh, no. There it goes. 
Oh my, what, what happened to my clothes? Um, we're just worried. What, why is it the temperature changed rapidly? Oh, what God. madness is this? Magnus, what did you do? Um, oh, hold on. I actually have a, I, I Magnus, I think, has a plan for this. Magnus, um, is going to whip out. <laughs> Someone's Some, an apparition uh, of himself. If you're seeing this, <laughs> yeah, I think kind of. I think Magnus uh, has has probably had to explain many of Forgotten Night to Arcos at one point or another. Yeah. So I think Magnus goes through a tried and true technique and conjures like not actual like sock puppets, but he does conjure sock puppets <laughs> that, he, that he controls magically to explain all of the information in a succinct manner to Arcos. <laughs> Arcos is going to, like, just standing up and then just pass out. <laughs> ah, there it is. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, Magnus is gonna, <laughs> gonna just, like, slap you across the face a couple times. Come on, Arcos, wake up. Wait, well, do you have any smell insults? Yeah, I'm sure I got him. definitely. <laughs> I ha- definitely Winnie has <laughs> literally fucking everything in her bag, so she hands you some. <laughs> Okay, well, the puppets were supposed to soften the blow of all this, but I can tell that you're quite stressed. It'll, don't worry. I think, to sum up, we're heading in a net positive direction. And it seems that you've accomplished some inter-self-actualization that has changed your color scheme and your magic slightly in ways that I can only assume are important to you. But since you don't remember them, and I don't really remember all that much either, uh... You have to search your own heart, buddy, but I, I'm proud of you. I think it's good things. Thank you. And in full honesty, you don't have the greatest track record with good things coming with the explanation of net positive direction. In fact, I think I've got a catalog somewhere of every time Magnus has used the phrase net positive direction. Hey, uh, well, we know more about Mausoleo now, and we're all alive. So, on the whole, net positive. I think when you say that, Winnie, just just to herself, takes a deep breath. Net positive. Net positive. Net positive. <laughs> um, did did Magnus explain any of the drama with Askarath using the sock puppets? Did you leave oh no, that yeah, one? no, there was there was a there was a, a sock puppet that did look like your succubi side piece and Askarath had had a conversation. I did explain. Well, I don't. Yeah, because I do remember that part because that was before we got into mm-hmm. the court yeah, of the that was in the yeah. Don't worry, court. you got that play by play. Okay, just wondering. Just for just for role play reasons, it'd be a big hole not to have, I guess. Um. <clears throat> well. Yeah, we do still need to deal with that at some point. Um, As your magical lawyer, I would advise just banishing, uh, capturing, or killing the demon that you've made the contract with. But that's, you know, we can address that down the road. Well, I suppose it could be worse, guys. Net positive direction. Net positive. Things are looking up. Net positive. Right. Um. Are, do you want us to come with you wherever you're going? Seems like 
What what would be helpful for you from us? No, I we um we just need to go about our our business. I I'm good. We when we get to Rel, I'll deal with it. But wait, where are we going? Where are we going? I forgot. Well, you said that you wanted to introduce us to somebody, and then there was some drama with your family. It seemed like you sort of just lost your job, which is bullshit, by the way, because you're out here saving uh, the world, and they're sitting on their asses having heroes do their laundry and shit. It, I feel like they really shouldn't be giving you advice about how to run it, your life. But. It's, it, trust me. I deserved what I got, and I need you to trust me on that. And I... Once I introduce you to this person, I think you will understand. I know you're a good person, Winnie, and so I do trust you. But I'm also, I'm never going to be the person to judge you. I'm just here to support you and be your friend. I appreciate that. But uh, I need a pick-me-up, so why don't we go do that now? Uh, okay. Lead the way. All right. Let's go to Rel. Let's go to Rel. You all head off to the city that you've been to numerous times with renewed purpose and a net positive <laughs> attitude. <laughs> <laughs> Save big money when you start your next project today at Menards. Convert your current recessed lighting with energy-saving LED downlights from Fight Electric. They're bright and install easily in just minutes. They also go from regular lighting to nightlight mode with just a simple flip of a switch. Save big on all Fight Lighting products now at Menards. Shop our lighting options today in-store and on Menards.com. Save big money at when you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com.